Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat in four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info a little bit of everything and do some singing some dancing some chatting with the guests the skits the monologues the comedy wonderful comedy it really is a lot of fun good morning everybody hello there welcome to wednesday it's 5 45 this is the morning sickness my name is john holmberg there is brady bogan brett fesley sitting right over there Big Dick Toledo is here and ready to go, and we were just discussing, as men, <laughs> the feminine nature of the Dallas Cowboys hard knock show last night, which was awesome. As a fan of hating, violently hating the Dallas Cowboys, watching the hard knocks and realizing that their starting quarterback and starting halfback and their superstars, the faces of the franchise, are in a very, very, very loving relationship. Mm-hmm was thrilling to me as a Steeler fan and non-fan of the Cowboys. I mean, they are They put it together. Look out. Strange love together. It was the, the giddy Nates. Now, let, I just got Brett. Uh, we, we, I exchanged a present for Brett. Yes. I got a birthday present for Brett there and just gave it to him. But I didn't giggle like a school guy. <laughs> I got to get you a present. Oh. oh, Zeke and Dak might as well have just started making out. It you didn't was, have to w- ruin a surprise. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I liked watching it. Oh, cowboy fans! Curious. Uh, I'm curious to see a, a diehard cowboy fan and what they thought about that. Oh, opening. I think it's great. And actually, you can ask them because the new sports bar in town to show all the Cowboys games is BS West. I think it's going to be a great thing. <laughs> Go get them, cowboy fans! <laughs> You'll be at BS West all weekend, and uh, not ain't ain't none my business. I think is the other place. Charlie's is showing all the Cowboy games this year because. There'll be a that ton was awesome. of mojo moments. That was awesome. And we're going to have a mojo moment. Oh, it was the best. And plus, they started the whole thing uh, with all the Cowboys uh, emotionally breaking, crying all the time. 
Dak Prescott was crying. Jerry Jones was crying. It starts from the top. Jerry got me. Oh, he did? No. Jerry was just sobbing. Just doing his eyes are so dry. I I haven't been able to blink since 2004. And uh, I do anything humanly possible to get back to that Super Bowl. Uh, (laughs) I watched Dak. And uh, Ezekiel have love making. Uh, I was cucking in the room. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Crying Jerry Jones is the best. Crying Dak Prescott better. In love couple Zeke and Dak. I mean, watch Hard Knocks on HBO. It's he stole my bicycle. <laughs> I'll chase him to his room. Oh, it was phenomenal. I didn't get a chance to see it last night. Is uh, does does it seem like a reality show where it's staged? Oh yeah, the whole thing. Some okay, of it, yeah, yeah this right. year. Yeah, they set up little things much. and. You know, you can tell where there's been like, hey, Zeke, why don't you steal Dak's bike, which is in the middle of a parking lot all by itself. There's very much <laughs> okay. like, I know, who took my bike? Zeke? Did Zeke take it? And then he chased him. And, and then they did like a, a performance on stage where they were practicing uh, uh, rhythmic gymnastics, I think is what it was. I just Oh, it was amazing. And maybe, you know, it is the first episode, but you don't see uh, so much discipline going on no. or people getting – Torn up a new a hole because no, they missed a play no or anything like that. They call it Camp Cupcake. That's what Oxnard no, is. Camp Cupcake is no. the nickname. Yeah. Well, that's what they call it. Oh, that's what old cowboy players call it, and everybody says Oxnard is Camp Cupcake. They don't do anything. I find it hilarious. I thought it was great, and I audibly said several times during last night's uh, showing of the Dallas Cowboys Hard Knocks. There were three or four times where I actually said out loud, sort of against my uh, like it was almost involuntary. I'm like, I hate his. Face. I turned into Paul Sura. <laughs> I hate that guy's face. And there's always. Uh, I'm curious to see. I know it's first episode again, but curious to see what veteran players like. I don't want anything to do with this. Oh, like, there's plenty like of them. But the Vander Esch and wow. uh, will he be more part of it? Because the, they're definitely selling the rookie. He'll be part of it. Well, they give me a Micah Parsons is a big get for them. That's huge. But yeah, it was great watching the Cowboys and just I just was like. Ugh. <laughs> Cowboys, just their little, their dumb little helmets and their stupid little faces and their bodies and their <laughs> beating hearts. I wish it would all just stop. You can't stand the Cowboys. People say, "What's your least favorite team?" I hate them all equally. I'm more vocal about them and uh, and the Ravens and those awful Browns and and uh, I, 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 if I do this, I'll just name off every team in the NFL. There's there's pretty much hate them all. It's hard to hate a few of them, but I can do it. I'm good at it. But that Cowboys thing, I got great joy out of last night's. And, and I think, Brady, I think Ohio State should be closed and looked into because if they even uh, gave Ezekiel Elliott the opportunity to get a higher education, they did nothing. That guy is dumb as a stump. He couldn't wrap a present. Like he, You should have seen this idiot try to work tape. <laughs> he tried to work scotch tape, and it was it was baffling to him. I'm like, this guy got a free college education in one of America's most prestigious schools, uh, and, he, and he wasted it, evidently, because he was trying to tape things. I just tape nothing to nothing, and then he's running out of tape, just wrapping one square box. It wasn't even like he was wrapping something circular or anything. Dumb man. Dumb man. And stupid Dallas Cowboy. Oh, can't stand him. I know the city likes hating on the Zeke, Cowboys. When you got Zeke Cash, why aren't you having somebody else wrap your presents for you? Because well, he had Camp to Cupcake. do it. Camp Cupcake. He, I don't know. He just he likes decorating that way. I don't know. Ugh. And then the knock on the door when Dak opened when he opened the door and Dak was there. Oh, he he he, he had the vapors. 
There's this man, and that present he was about to hand out was, oh, I love it. Cowboy fans eat it. I think it's great. See you at BS West Sundays at 11 a.m. Free mimosas for the first 20 Cowboy fans to come in and just chaps. It was a, definitely a soft opener for hard knocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, it was touching. It was a, tonight on a very special hard knock. Oh, no. <laughs> Next week they crochet. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Cowboys. They might have a few wins under their belt. but What was the present, Brett? Designer luggage. Designer suitcase. You got oh, to stop. Look. Are you kidding me? It was fire. Real. And you have to look fierce when you're wandering through the airports. Mm. It was great. It was awesome. So Hard Knocks is back, which means football's a little bit back. I do, I do find myself when that music starts. Going, oh, there's something about this that football season is, is right around the corner. So it was fun to watch, and it's, it's for me, it's just so f- fun to hate the Cowboys like out loud. I get to do that for four solid weeks before the football season. I might watch again tonight. Just if I got nothing to do, I'll turn Hard Knocks back on and watch the first episode over again, just to hate them a little more. Just to, like oh, the quotes and everything else. Ah, I love it. CD Lamb, he's dumb he's too. He's dumb too. Oh, he's going to be in the threesome. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, He's, He's one of the triplets. No, oh, it was great fun. Anyway, uh, and then as uh, predicted yesterday, the call to change Dinger's name over there in uh, Denver has started, and it started with Lewis Brinson. The Suggesting guy, it. yeah, he well, he's being he's pushing now pretty hard. He's like, we got to change the name of that mascot. I agree with him because even if it stays Dinger, Dinger's going to become a racial slur if we leave it out there too long. Uh, Brady had the suggestion that Lewis Brinson's nickname on the team, and in a funner, more funner. That's a proper yeah, English yeah. for sure. In a more funner time, uh, you would, uh, as Brady said, and you would as baseball works. As baseball works, you would nickname the player that, like Lewis Brinson's nickname, a lot in of and amongst the Rockies, come out of, uh, right? Jokes. Out of jokes, in and amongst the nicknames the Rockies uh, would have had for him. Dinger is now number one, and I don't know if you noticed that on the back of his Ezekiel's helmet, he has a sticker that says "Donkey." I did. Which means he's got the hose. Which means Dak's leg hurt more last year than you'll know because he was. He was. That's why he's wobbly legged. Like donk out oh, because he carries a team like a. Nope, that no. would have been pack mule. His yeah. name would have been pack mule if he carried the team. It's donkey because he's hogging the quarterback hard. <laughs> but yeah, Dinger has to be the nickname of Lewis Brinson because when we used to not be so uptight and like it, if that was a movie, if that was major league. That would have been it. Like somebody yeah. said, hey, Matt, guy's calling you names. And it's like, no, he's saying he's trying to get the mascot. That would have been his nickname the whole time. Which Watch then the would have gotten the whole crowd chanting, dinger, <laughs> which would have been great. But we're not fun anymore as a, as a society. We're completely unfun. We write apology letters for things that didn't actually even happen. Uh, so, But dinger is great. And changing the name isn't going to do anything but make the fans use dinger as a slur. So you need to just leave it alone. My my advice would be leave it alone. I know they won't, but leave it alone. And uh, poor Dinger, in. yeah, <laughs> poor Dinger. The dude in Dinger didn't. The worst part is there's a guy Brady knows this who gets fifty, sixty bucks a game, who trolls around in that stupid outfit and it goes to like kids' schools and stuff. It takes up a lot of his time. Dinger's now, pulling in at least twenty four k a year. I bet she's doing more than that. He, no, he is. D- Dinger, I, I, can, I remember. I know back in the day, Baxter's first year. Yeah. Was like twenty five, right? But that's you know, and there's probably appearance fees. He's a rookie. You get twenty four thousand just to be Dinger, and yeah. then you know fifty bucks to go to this school, fifty oh, bucks milk. to go to the Safeway, fifty bucks to go to that. But pair uh, of tickets, you know, it takes up a load of your time, 
And poor guy in the Dinger outfit is now like, I didn't do anything wrong. No, we can't have Dinger anymore. We're going to have to go with this other thing. I think they should uh, change his name to Brinson. (laughs) I think think because it's Colorado, they should have a big chunk of gold and call him Big Nug. Because I don't see anything (laughs) going wrong with that at all. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> you just got every weedy in the valley's vote I for know, that one. I know, and every racist is like, I love it. Here comes Nuggy, <laughs> the old Nug. I see what we can do with that. Yeah, he has to go. It's uh, hilarious that we're going through that. And then, of course, uh, the Andrew Cuomo stuff popped up yesterday. And how much does it go away? I guess he'll, he'll look at civil lawsuits now. I guess I don't know what happens. I wonder now. if it just—it sounds like it. Oh, oh, finally they got what they wanted. Yeah, is the, out of there. Is the end game of this just to make people quit? Like, is that it? I don't know what these ladies are after. I guess that's it. He can't be in public office. I guess that's you are held to a higher moral standard when you say, I'm a moral man, elect me. I, I'm, I'm not correct. I mean, the whole point of being a politician is to tell the public, trust me with all of the money and all of the directions and all of the decisions because I'm so, you know, my compass is so straight ahead. So when you find out they're not, I guess the only thing to do, unless you really want him to go to jail, and I don't know, did he do anything for jail? He just loses his job, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he, they would have voted, you know, today they said it would have been 150 to nothing voting for him out, being impeached. Wow. But so then, like, uh, what was that other day, Anthony Weiner dude that was sending his uh, dick to that girl? He just got another job, like, as a consultant somewhere. Like, people will still listen to him. Well, that's what Cuomo's going to do. Uh, he'll yeah. just go to CNN with yeah. his brother, right? I mean, yep. that's it'll be they'll, a year off. Yep. And he'll end up, like, and then and then he'll go on Bill Maher's show or something, and they'll resurrect his career in their minds. And, and then maybe stick him one on or CNN. two of those uh, accusers or whatever will pursue it, but it comes down to you have the money to back that up because it'll be drawn out for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the end goal of anybody is. able to prove it. Is the toughest thing in some scumbag lawyer will get in there and oh, start this up. It's going to go well, on for years. I think he is one. I think he is a scumbag lawyer. <laughs> but the yeah, the the weird part is, is the I don't know. There's there's just that whole strange thing of we're canceling you, you lose your job, and then we don't care for things that aren't like what he did wasn't legal. But I don't know. It's a, it's not arrestable. He has to go to like a court thing. I mean, he didn't rape anyone. He sexually harassed people. Yeah, which means you lose your job. I don't know that it goes much further than that, unless it kept somebody from another job, and then he's responsible. Correct. If someone yeah. was fired or their right. if then, then career he gets, was stalled, and he can get sued or something, we can make things difficult for you. But the state of New York, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Somebody, somebody just texted in the Albany district attorney still has the option of charging him with something criminal. You know, sexual assault is criminal. Yeah, it is. So, sexual assault is right. Sexual harassment's not. And I don't know how much assaulting he did. Yeah, I, I guess I, patting somebody on the ass is sexual assault. Could be. I, I, mean, I suppose it is now. So I've assaulted countless amount of men and women. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I remember I played basketball at LA Fitness once, and this one guy was patting people on the ass all the time, and he kept hitting her in the back. She was playing with us. The small of the back? Just, kind of up in the shoulder blade area. Like okay. Every time she'd hit a shot, he's like, all right, nice job. And he'd reach up, 
hit her in the back. And, you know, I hit a shot and you get a smack in the ass. And she goes, hey, treat me like the guys. And he's like, all right, hit her in the back the next time. She goes, no, don't. So he stopped touching her, and then she went over and hit him in the ass. And she goes, treat me like one of you. You know, this is the most awkward L.A. fitness game I've ever been a part of. So then she was asking guys to hit her in the ass, and none of the, And this was back before Me Too and everything else. So, so everyone did. So everybody just went over and just grabbed her ass immediately. <laughs> it was like, all right, we'll treat you just like we treat these guys. But it was weird because trying to be respectful, and she's like, no, I want to be – if I'm going to play ball with you guys, I want, to, I want the same treatment. And I think it was because he was hitting her in the back. I think that was bothering her. Like, hey, just tap me on the ass. Fact, you know, but whether or not you want it on the I don't butt like or not. I don't like when a stranger gives me an ass tap in a basketball game. I'm mean, going to do it, do it right. It's always like a coach thing. Get in there. You know, knuckles deep. Squeeze it. Get, get a couple of those front visit. knuckles in there. Yeah, yeah visit the chocolate That's been factor. a long uh, kind of joke in a way in the hallways. Good game. Yeah, good game, buddy. Good game. Yeah, yeah, I do it to my friend Mark all the time. Every time I say, hey, buddy, good game. And give him like that. It's soft. Yeah. It's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange, but she did that. So I don't, I don't know where harassment turns into assault, turns into something else. I have no clue, but he's going to go. And then there's another one. Was a, a, I didn't even know we had a USA paintball team, but we, we do? do. Yeah, evidently. And one of the girls on the paintball team lost her job yesterday because uh, she was watching a, a video of a news story of a lady complaining that her kid has COVID. He's a big kid playing football and stuff, but he's kind of a fat kid. And she basically said, if we paid more attention to our health, uh, a lot less of this kind of stuff would be a problem in our lives. And she said, what this kid, uh, this kid doesn't need money or something like that. He needs a, he needs a treadmill is what she said. And they, yeah. And she basically said, you don't need all the stuff you're begging for. You need an effing treadmill. And uh, she lost her job as a paintballer. <laughs> she has an opinion about people being healthy. Yeah, that is a that is a slippery slope right now. Telling people, hey, you could be healthier. You could you could knock off all the nonsense and, and not have you know this health issues and things like that. And people are like, oh, how dare you fat shame? And I'm like, fat shame? How am I the one shaming? Like, it's I'm just telling you the the, the fact. It's a like we people scream about science all day long, and we want facts, we want this, we want everything to be right. And then when you say, well, you know, losing weight, you'd be in better condition to handle things. Oh, that's fat shaming. Like, I think the pro- I think a, a big problem is people just. Don't have friends anymore. There, there, there needs to be a couple of friends, the ones that give you the wake up call to hold you accountable. Whatever it is, if it's hey, you're getting a little chunky, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's you there's, know, and your doctor should be uh, comfortable enough to to do that. Anyone that turns around and says my doctor did this, uh, you know, was calling me fat. Oh know, yeah, a doctor would never go. Hey, look, fatty, fatty. I've had a doctor more. tell me that. Yeah, because he's comfortable enough that he knows. First day I met him. That's pretty bold. He's right. This was back when I had a few extra pounds on my body, and he said, uh, you're going to have a lot more success with uh, – this back 10 years ago when I had a back thing. Yeah. He said, you're going to have a lot more success with your back recovery if you drop 15 pounds, you're a little bit fat. I'm like, yeah, you get a little extra fat. You lose this. And he would, like, grab the second you lose this. Yeah. You're going to be in better condition for any back pain. And I'm like, Okay. That was horrible to yeah, hear, thanks, but, you're, Dick, but, but you're right. But you're 100 yeah. right. It's not like I don't know when yeah. I look in the but mirror. But the addressing like, I of that. it was—I mean, he—I think that was a proper way. He's a doctor. Like, like, yeah, he's right. But it's not like opening up. A doctor tells you first thing, son of flubber. You got. You <laughs> right. know. He didn't make fun of me. right. That's <laughs> Which my is point. Hilarious. Now I want to go to that doctor. 
Hey, Chunks, come here for a second. I'm not even here for the appointment. I drove the guy. You need to drop a few pounds there, Delta Burke. You're my dentist. <laughs> You're a chiropractor, you asshole. <laughs> Dr. Jeff. But yeah, it's uh yeah, doctors should be able to go, Woof, you've put on way too you were that's why I like that six hundred pound show, if you watch that. Or that yeah. little uh, I don't know what he is, Italian trollish uh Greek guy. I don't know what he is. You're so fat, you're making me sick. You got to lose all this weight. There isn't where, where they have to go like, I don't know, yeah. five hours to his office. Yeah, where is his office? It's five know. hours from all people. <laughs> I got to land here in Atlanta and then drive fifty eight miles. And then get it, a bus over to this. And six, six days later, they've bust over. Well, because none of them can fly. Yeah. They had to load that one girl in the back of the, the, the van. van. And she had to sit on the floor because they had to take all the seats out. Now, you're telling me this, this show's supposed to make me feel like a heartwarming. All I was doing was laughing at them loading this hippo in and out of this car. It makes me feel a little bit better. I personally? <laughs> yeah, because you fit in the car seat. Ruby Grow. <laughs> Not there yet. That is terrible for you to feel that way. <laughs> What's your yeah. limit? What's your well? If they have to remove a yeah. window in order for me to get into the house, uh, anytime, I've gone too far. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. If you if you no longer fit through all the natural egress, if you if you have to cut out a wall, but if uh, if seats are removed for you to be part of a car, I think you've you've probably gone way too far. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. They- Seatbelt extenders a tough oh. one. It's really hard. You get, did you have to ever wear one? No, no but you were, were you close? No, but I'm saying that would be one like all of a sudden I go call. in one day. Yeah. What? See, it's that moment I don't understand when you get to that. And it is fat shaming. But you should feel some shame that you've gotten to a point that the standard seatbelt is no longer viable for you. That should be you saying, oh, no more of this. Instead of they should supply people with extra length. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of little things. Like in the airplane, if you sit down and a roll is on the armrest. Right. Yeah. If you're leaking over, I can't, that's your way. I can't. You know what you, you, know what you don't and, say? Seats are goddamn small. They're, they're making them. No, 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 no. It isn't the seat's fault. It's when women say, do I look fat in these pants? Or do these pants make me look fat? No. You make the pants fat. You, we're wearing fat pants. So when you say, do the pants make me look fat? That's impossible. It's your fat ass that's making you look fat. Period. I don't like people getting blamed for fat shaming because it's like, don't you own a goddamn mirror? I mean, that <laughs> You're is going to get kicked yeah. off the paintball team. <laughs> I mean, that right there is is your, your wake-up call. It should be. It shouldn't need people right. telling you you're fat. Yeah, I, I, even yesterday, I, I, I did a workout. And I think I, most people know that. Right. I mean, I mean you know... You know to them, I think being told is like, I know, I don't need you to tell me. Well, then you do know, something that, about yeah, it. Do. If it's a big yeah, deal. And some of them, you know, you got to, it's you, that one that finally gets through that but I got to do something about You don't need somebody it. berating you. Yeah. But you do need that moment where you're like, well, I could either remove the seat from the car and continue this life or accommodate my body to fit better in these seats. And that's going to take some work. And the problem is nobody wants to do anything. And we just spent that $3.5 trillion Bill just got passed, and a good portion of that is for health care and stuff like that. And what we need to focus on in this country is a little less of the whole, my feelings are hurt, and a whole lot more of the, you need to be in better shape. We need to be incentivized for staying in shape we rather keep, than, than incentivized for being sick. And that's what we're doing right now. And technology right now is doing quite the opposite. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. It's, it's WALL-E. 
if you went to the doctor and he said you need to lose 35 pounds, and if you do that, your insurance premiums drop $1,000 a year. That's pretty good motivation. It would be, be a huge a, motivation. A lot of people. Some massive. people would just be like, I feel like, fine, I'll it. pay it. Yeah. But that's fine, too, if you want to yeah. just pay. But the, the rates for everything, you should be incentivized for health. You should be, get kickbacks at the end of the year for a healthy Life checkup. insurance does it somewhat. Sure. But I'm but, talking about but, health insurance. Exactly. If you go in and your ticker's no good. Instead, like, look, if you take the blood pressure pills and you do this because you're not because of hereditary anything, just because you got this thing going on, and then at the end of the year we'll do a checkup, and if you have a boost, we'll give you a kickback on all the money you paid in your taxes next year. But no, they're not going to do that. They're just going to make us pay everything in taxes to take care of people who won't take care of themselves. Because the flip side of it is – it's a booming biz. Well, you're cut. Yeah, you're cutting in the business. You're, you're that, and everything our on our vending machine over there. Huge. Our pills. Mm. But you know what a booming biz could be and is trying to be, but we won't take healthy eating. I know. Healthy eating is expensive. Yep. And that's what they're pricing out people like. It's crazy. But you know what also is expensive when you look at it? Coca Cola, which is really good. Don't get me wrong. I love the soda it's pop. Cheaper than water. But it is definitely a contributor to. A massive weight of sugar in general. Yeah. That's what I never understood. How is water cheaper than a bottle of pop? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, it should be they free. Ha- yeah, you would think. But I mean, they got to put all these chemicals and yeah. and make the pop and everything else. It's water. It's just you know, put the water in their bottle because they can mass down. produce it. And they know we're gonna we're just gonna same with water though. The, yeah, but, but we're gonna eat all that. They coke. started that's that out. Yeah. you know the plastic bottle, the bottle yeah, of water. Crazy. They're just uh, there's a thing that just came over from uh, Japan. They're saying the water. Yeah bottled water is just going through the roof now and it is because well, like they've got twice as expensive nuclear water. nuclear water <laughs> you don't want to drink the water over there yeah i drink water in mexico first yeah yeah the girl just uh she put it on her tiktok video and said this kid uh doesn't need to be hospitalized for covid19 he needs a f- treadmill and uh, she's a paintball player. She's removed from her team. The TikTok post is gone because it's too painful to watch. And it is. There's a shame factor. We do need to have shame. But we she do is need to posting that as a uh, joke jab. Eh, sort of. She's trying I to mean, make a even point. Even though it's true, she's making a point, but at the expense of the kid. That That's funny what you just said there. Yeah. That's ballsy funny. In a way, it's funny. And, and that's it's, the only it's reason blunt. she put it up there. So, it's blunt, it's tactless. Yeah. It's not nice. Yeah. You can't do that nowadays. But, but that, yeah, those days I are know. over. In the old days, you used to go, oh, I mean, think about how many. Joan Rivers in the 80s made a whole career of uh, making fat jokes at Elizabeth Taylor's expense. And I mean, brutalized her on a regular basis. Not, not today, you'd be in a courtroom. I can't imagine. Suing for defamation. Jeffrey Ross. Oh, now. the roast. But the roasts are, for some reason, don't hurt people's feelings. I know, They're but, off limits. but when he's doing his, you know, regular stand up. Yeah. He definitely has had to curtail some of the stuff, but the roast stuff maybe is, not. Is I don't think so. I think Jeffrey Ross is pretty much the same. I don't. His his act was never that rough. The roastmaster stuff was, but yeah, I mean roasts are off limits, so we don't really have our feelings hurt. We just don't want to be embarrassed. Nobody, nobody ever wants to be called out on their on their BS. People tell me that, but you know, they say that to me all the time about like uh, doctors. So you got to cut out soda, and I did for a couple of years, and I got better. Like the thing that was bugging my throat and everything went away. Like the minute I stopped doing the bad thing, everything that was troubling me went away completely. It's, so it's repaired and you dive back so in. So I started sipping it again and I'm back on the boat. <laughs> Haven't had any issues yet. But I quit it for like a year and a half and I was a, a remarkably different condition. 
It was str- like because I was having health issues. Like I was having a throat problem. I couldn't figure out. It was, my throat was like my whole livelihood. I was going hoarse all the time. Couldn't figure it out. Go to the doctor. And he's like, you got to stop drinking uh, carbonated beverages. You drink a lot of those. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. It's crazy. And he goes, just knock it off. It'll, it'll fix it. And it did like within two months. Yeah. It's crazy. But then you're back on. I mean, so in a way you could understand how sometimes for people – it, whether it's a food or something. Right. But the, it was correctable. If uh, it, it wasn't killing you, me, there was no threat of well, killing me. It wasn't. It was not like going to kill me. Like the things that come from that, uh, you know, if I could. Now, uh, I mean, everything could. It would have been yeah. 30 years from now, it would have killed me. What it was doing was affecting my job. That was the only reason. I wouldn't have stopped then. It's just I can't speak. Like something's going yeah. on. I get raspy all the time. I'm like, I don't like that. So it was weird. I stopped it. It corrects itself and you come back. I had no problem since. I did change, like, eating a little bit. I wasn't stuffing myself anymore, which was a huge problem. Acid reflux is a dangerous machine. Oh, I when, get a bad. You get that. Yeah. I had silent reflux, which is a disease nobody knows about because nothing happens to you. And the next thing you know, you've, your uh, esophagus has eaten itself out. Ooh, that sounded dirty. <laughs> your Val Kilmer. Yeah, you start, you start, uh, it starts kind of just getting lazy and it starts to deteriorate. You don't feel a thing because that's what the acid does. Everybody eats naturally reflexes. Yeah, just eats away. It's the acid. But you don't feel a thing. I had no symptoms, nothing. Just lost my voice for like a month. I'm like, what is going on? I thought it was allergies. thought it was other stuff. It's silent reflex. And it can cause all sorts of trouble. So I just I stopped doing it. Went back to the doctor, got a clean bill of health. He goes, it looks great. I'm like, good. It's like a restart, right? I can start this whole thing over again. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want. Beautiful. The best thing a doctor can say to you is you're in great shape. No restrictions. Oh, really? Watch <laughs> this. I'm going on a rampage. Where's Cocaine Island? Never done that before. I always look at Keith Richards and people like that, and I'm like, really? I've got problems? This guy's abused himself. Like, yeah, what no bodies end. can take. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, anyway, don't say anything about a big person who needs a treadmill. That's You'll lose your job. Brady, you don't need a treadmill. I've, got, a, I've got one. Do you? No. No, I didn't think so. Uh, just looking at you, I assume not. A treadmill needs you is what I'm thinking. <laughs> fat shaming over there. What are you <laughs> well, doing? I'm not fat shaming. Jeez. I'm acknowledging it. I don't find any shame in it. <laughs> I work at this physique. Boy, do you. I've seen that. Don't get in the way of that. You'll lose a finger. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! You were right, man. We should do this thing. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.